am I when I strip away all that the world uses to define me? Who has God made me to be? What happens when we change our perspective from seeing ourselves through the world's eyes to seeing our true selves through God's eyes? For we were buried with him in baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, that we may walk into newness of life. This is Lucy Logan from the Harbour Church Falmouth. Join us as we share stories of new life and new perspective from those who have been set free to be their true selves in Christ. Lord, I am yours and this is me. Hello, David, and welcome to This Is Me, Harbour Church's very own podcast. We're really happy to have you here for this episode. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me on it. Absolute pleasure. So, David, when was it that you first came to the Harbour Church? I'm really bad with dates, but I feel like it was maybe about two years ago. Uh, Yeah, it was almost two years to the day, actually. I think it was uh, May 25th or something like that that I first came, so... Yeah, two years. Wow. Amazing. And as I can tell from you speaking to me, that is not a Cornish accent. Where are you from? (laughs) No, it's a little bit different. It's a New Zealand accent. So originally from New Zealand. Awesome. Awesome. And um, when you first heard about this podcast we were doing at Harbour Church, you felt that you wanted to share the story of your journey traveling from New Zealand to Cornwall and how God has been involved with that. So my first question to you, David, is what was it that first sparked the idea of leaving New Zealand? Uh, This is actually something I've tried to figure out myself a few times, actually. (laughs) And I don't think there's any one reason that um, I can leave. It was kind of a multitude of reasons that it all all built up. Um, One of them was that I kind of, I always had that desire to travel. I always wanted to get out and see the world. Um, and that's one reason I became a journalist as well. I wanted to get out and see things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, and I also knew I wanted to do it kind of nice and early, as I didn't want to kind of get a few years down the track and realise, oh, I've missed my shot. I'm kind of, I'm not <laughs> able to do it anymore. So um, I thought, well, if I don't do it now, I might never do it. So um, I thought I'd better get on with that. Um, then we also used to have quite a few people from Europe who kind of do the opposite to us. And instead of traveling around Europe, they come and travel around New Zealand. Uh-huh. And we used to have them come and stay at our house. It's, um, kind of, they would come and work on our farm and then we'd put them up ah. and give them accommodation in that for a week or two. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So it was a great way of meeting people. And then when they were doing that, they'd tell us all about Europe and where they lived and all that. And they'd always say, oh, come and visit us one day. So eventually, after hearing enough of those stories, I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to go and do this. And then I'd also been working for a couple of years at the same time, um, and I'd gone straight from studying journalism and photography to working at the paper. Uh, so I didn't really do the gap year thing that a lot of people, or definitely a lot of Kiwis do. So eventually I thought, well, now's my chance, I'm going to go and do it. So you headed over to um, the UK first, or where did you go? I actually went, um, so I went, left New Zealand, had a couple of days stop over in Singapore and then went to Germany uh, and then spent a month and a half there travelling around uh, visiting people that I'd met back home and just generally visiting as many places as I could and then went to a few other places like um, Switzerland and Austria and Italy um, and then eventually, because I'm not very good at budgeting, ran out of money, 
So I had to <laughs> make a run for it and went to Scotland where my um, I've got family up there. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually uh, started working up in Dundee, up at the newspaper up there. Mm. Um, so it was, it was a bit of a journey getting across to the UK here. Yeah, wow. The long journey. It's cool, though. It's, it's um, funny to hear like the story of how it was the opposite array round for you, that your family received all these tourists from the UK. So Scotland is very far from Cornwall. Um, how was it that you yeah. then came from there where you were with your family? How did you find Falmouth and how did you find the Harbour Church in Falmouth? Um, I kind of found Falmouth by accident, actually. Uh, I was working up in Scotland for a few months, but it was only on a temporary contract. Uh, and the work turned out to be a bit different to what I was expecting. Um, so I wasn't enjoying it as much as I thought I would. Um, so I started looking around for other jobs and just seeing what was around. And there was this job with the International Railway Journal in this little place called Falmouth. <laughs> uh, and I actually had to Google where Falmouth was because I didn't have a clue. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when I saw it on the map, I thought, oh, that's a bit far away from everywhere. Um, yeah. But I uh, thought I'd apply for it anyway because um, the job involved travelling. Uh, and then I yeah, had an interview over the phone and then flew down for an interview a month or two later. And then uh-huh. they kind of offered me the job on the spot there. So I thought, oh, this is great. I'm going to be wow. moving out to this new place. Uh, and yeah, and then I kind of found, found um, Harbour Church. Uh, kind of by accident as well because I was staying at a bed and breakfast um, just down from the um, Princess Pavilion mm-hmm. uh, and I got talking to the lady who runs that and she mentioned that there's a church just down the road that had quite a few people kind of students and people around my own age so she, yeah. she said oh that could be a good one to try out if you're moving to a new place kind of could bring to meet people so I went along on the first Sunday and um, kind of loved it it was great I think that B&B is actually, I think Gaz actually worked there for a little while. I think the lady often advertises over the summer for people from Harbour Church to come and do a bit of work um, when they've got extra guests in the summer. And I think Gaz went and did some ironing for her at some point. (laughs) So that's amazing. Yeah, that's a cool connection there. And um, that's so amazing that you came down and you just got offered the job on the spot and you were just like, you know, you travelled all this way and then suddenly you are offered something permanent like that. Um, that's an amazing experience. So I guess um, you obviously decided to stay because of that, but um, after a couple of months of being here in Falmouth and coming to Harbour, was did you have like a feeling of something more that was making you feel you wanted to stay or were you just kind of seeing how things went yeah it was kind of at first it was just for the job and I thought yeah I'm enjoying this job I'll stick around for that um uh but after a while now it it kind of feels more like family's kind of become a second home um and kind of with the community and the people within harbour and the other people that I've met around Falmouth um it, it definitely feels like a home away from home in some ways, um, like I went home for Christmas in uh, 2018, which was the first time I'd been home for uh, just over a year, and um, I wasn't quite sure how it would be, kind of leaving Taranaki or my, my home back there for a second time. Uh, but kind of coming on the flight back home, or well, flight back to Cornwall, I thought, yeah, I'm, this feels all right. I'm heading back home to my second home. Oh. Um, so that was kind of like a confirmation that, yep, I'm, 
I'm heading in the right back, the right direction, heading back to Cornwall. Yeah, definitely. And you think it was mainly the people here and the community that you found that made you feel that way? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The people I've met in Harbour or and in, in Falmouth in general have just been amazing. Oh, that's so lovely to hear. Um, so let's let's talk a bit about your faith. So I guess before you started travelling and came on this amazing journey um, to be in Falmouth. How would you describe your faith in God? Um, it's a bit of an interesting one. At the time, well, I've always grown up in a Christian family, um, going to church and youth group and Sunday school and all that kind of stuff. Um, and because I always describe myself as a Christian, but um, looking back, it was kind of more just a Christian by name rather than doing anything. Kind of, I wasn't reading my Bible or praying or building any sort of relationship with God in any way. Um, I was just kind of going through the motions um, and kind of doing things out of habit. Um, and then um, when I left home to go traveling, that kind of all just, well, there wasn't really much to stop, but it just, everything kind of stopped. I kind of was so busy traveling and um, out seeing the world and doing things that I kind of put my faith completely to one side and, um, didn't think about it at all. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, even when I was kind of based in Scotland, because when I was traveling, I thought, oh, well, I don't really have time to talk on the church because um, I'm so busy going from place to place. But even when I got to Scotland, I mean, I was there for three months. Mm. And I think I went to a church once um, just to be like, oh, I'll, I'll go and see what it's like um, <laughs> towards the end. Um, so it was... Yeah, it was it was a bit of an interesting one, kind of coming from a Christian background and then just putting it to one side and finding out that at the time it just wasn't really that important for me. Yeah, that's really interesting because there's probably loads of people that have come from a Christian family who remember going to Sunday school as a child but just have never really experienced um what it's like to have a relationship with God and what that looks like. Um, and, yeah, it's really interesting how you've come across the other side of the world and um, started to explore that, really. Um, mm. So you're saying that since you kind of moved to Falmouth, um, your faith has, has actually grown and your perspective has changed a little bit on your faith. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of... I started going to church and started going to harbour um, more of a more as a way to kind of meet people and um, as a, a way to make new friends instead of seeing it as a place I could kind of build up my relationship with, with God and build my faith. Mm. Um, and I think I also kind of knew from kind of growing up in church that it's, it's quite a safe place and it kind of reminded me of home in a way. Yeah. Um, harbour church is quite similar to the um, vineyard church I go to back home. So that kind of felt like a, a familiar place. Um, but I think just kind of going each Sunday and the worship and listening to Roger's messages and kind of meeting and talking with people, um, kind of the faith, it, it slowly started to to click with me that there is something there and it kind of, it, it's kind of, the seed's been there all, all along, but <laughs> it slowly started to kind of grow, I guess. Yeah. Um, and um, I kind of I realised I'd always kind of seen it 
my religion or faith is something that I'd be always been told about. Mm. So it wasn't really my faith that I was going off. It was just I was going what people had told me growing up. Yeah. Um, so I kind of really had to dig down and peel back a lot of layers and try and figure out exactly what, what do I believe in or what's my personal faith based on. Yeah. Um, kind of right, right down to the very basic questions of, of Christianity. Um, yeah. And then the, the, at the same time as trying to answer those questions, I was kind of doing the thing that you do when you go across the other side of the world and try and have as much fun as you can to <laughs> going out kind of and clubbing and all those other things that were kind of pulling me away from the faith. Um, so it was kind of, I was trying to go in both directions at the same time, which looking back probably wasn't the most fun thing to be doing. <laughs> oh, I can relate to that massively. I really can. Yeah. I think um, that's all part of exploring um, yourself and set, finding out where your boundaries are and what you feel comfortable and with and as you're kind of discovering your faith it was exactly the same for me when I was really seeking out my faith and asking those same really simple questions well who is God and um what do I believe I was doing exactly the same in Falmouth as well when I was a student yeah um I think it's just it's to me it's kind of just shows um that sense of just exploring boundaries and exploring um uh who not who you are, but just who, like, um, what you believe, I guess, and what what yeah. is right and what isn't right for you, you know? I think that's really cool. I, I hadn't really pushed the boundaries growing up. I was kind of not really a goody-two-shoes, but I kind of just kind of went along with how things were supposed to go. So then when I did start to push the boundaries, I didn't really have anything as kind of a gauge to go against, um, <laughs> which kind of means kind of push things as far as you can and you go oh actually this wasn't the best idea yeah for sure it's good to experience things I think because um yeah it's is life is real life is tangible and you can't just as you said when you're younger you had this face that was almost like a cultural thing it was just something you were used to with your family but actually until you experience things that are tangible you can't really grasp what that faith means in reality and what the truth that you believe what that actually means and looks like in your life until you've explored that yeah would you say there was like a turning point for you where your perspective kind of shifted or has it been uh, a, a longer journey of discovery it's definitely more been kind of a journey of discovery and kind of a gradual um change um but i kind of the more i kind of tried to answer these questions and um come to grips with what i was thinking about what i believed in um my faith definitely started to kind of grow and i started to kind of feel more sure about myself and what i believed in and what i stood on mm. um and so that definitely helped kind of once I kind of managed to answer those basic questions, kind of one thing would lead to another and I'd be like, well, if God means this to me, then this means this and kind of more questions started to make sense after a while. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely an ongoing journey um, with lots of baby steps. And I feel like I've kind of gone back to not quite back to square one, but pretty close to it. Mm. Um, but then going through it and actually making sure it is my faith and um, the way my understanding of how things really are. 
Yeah, it's like a more it's a personal journey now, and you're building kind of firmer foundations in that way because you're you're basing your faith on your own experience, your not experience, but your own relationship with God, and um, that's a lot more powerful than, I guess, following other people's stories and experiences. But actually, it shows that it's really important for each of us to have our own personal relationship with God because we can't live off other people's. Um, experiences although it's amazing to be uh strengthened by other people's testimonies for sure that's that's really important but it is vital to have our own relationship with god because yeah ultimately it's you and him isn't it so yeah yeah definitely yeah because just going along to church doesn't make you a christian but it's that that personal relationship that you build yeah definitely so um I'd love to finish with a little bit of scripture. Um, is there anything that you've held on to that has been um, a help for you or has helped shape you or spoken to you um, on this journey that you've been on? Um, not just physical journey, but spiritual journey as well. Yeah, there's been one verse that um, has always kept coming up. Uh, even before I left home, it kind of kept popping up here and there, and I've always held on to it. And it's uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Um, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Um, and it's been quite reassuring. Is I've never kind of really been one for planning what I'm going to be doing. Um, I mean, there's no way I could have planned that <laughs> I was going to leave home, travel around Europe, work in Scotland, and end up in an awesome place like Falmouth. Like, <laughs> there's no way I could have planned that out. So I'm glad that he's had it all planned out from the start and has been looking out for me um, along the whole way along this journey. Um, but I've also, uh, a few months ago, I think it was, I kind of, I went back to the verse and then started reading the chapter around it. Um, but, and I found out that it's also about, um, it's about the Israel, Israelites when they've, um, they've been taken off to this foreign land and they're living somewhere away from home um, and kind of the promise of the, the start of chapter 29 is about how it's okay they, they're where they're supposed to be in this foreign land um, and it's okay for them to settle down and to kind of feel comfortable where they are because that's the place where God has mm. put them for that time. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's quite cool, kind of found with the place where I've been brought to or God's plan has brought me to. Yeah. And it's the place where I'm supposed to be at the moment. Um, which kind of comes back to that feeling comfortable in this place. Yeah. That's so cool that you learned of that afterwards and um, really directly reflects your story and your journey that you've been on. Um, and it's really cool when we hear from God, like a confirmation like that in our lives. And I think it probably means that there's lots more to come with him bringing you here, that this is just the start. And um, we love having you here, David. So we hope you stay. Uh, definitely planning on it <laughs> yeah and um yeah it's going to be really cool to see you your journey develop and um your continual discovery of who god is and also who you are in him that's really cool so yeah thank you so much david for sharing your story i'm really pleased you got in touch and um yeah yeah spoke to me today and loads of people are going to really love hearing your story so thank you Cool. Well, thank you very much for giving me a chance to share it. And um, thanks for doing the podcast. Like the ones that we've had so far have been 
really encouraging and um, I'm looking forward to the, the ones we've got coming up as well. So it's great. Amazing. You are now part of the story. So thanks. Woohoo.